0: Adam, we had the amazing opportunity to speak with Kucharon over Zoom video. Kucharon was born and raised in Norway. He grew up just outside the capital of Norway. And he talked about how he got into music. He got a drum set around 10 years old. He played drums for a while. Around 14, he got Fruity Loops on his computer. And from that moment on, he started to produce and try to write music on the computer, different beats. Apparently in Norway, just before you graduate high school... The very last month of high school, they do a thing where you get your friend group together, they pick you up in a bus, and you party every day for a month. Isn't that crazy? I could not believe that. They put all of these high school kids on party buses and just let them go wild for an entire month. And each friend group would have their own party anthem. So they would write a party anthem, or somebody would write a party anthem for each friend group. And that's where Kuchan really got his start. He started writing the party anthems for these friend groups. Started with a girlfriend of his sister who was graduating first. He wrote their party anthem. One of these songs ended up getting picked up by a blog, which landed in the hands of somebody at a record label. They loved the song, wanted to put it out, and that's what really sparked his career. He talked about going out to New York from Norway just out of high school. He signed a record deal right out of high school, did a showcase in New York, started working with producers and artists in Los Angeles. He talked about working with Pasha on his records. And Pasha grew up around the same area as Kutron. And we actually had the opportunity to interview Pasha a little while back. So you can check out that interview as well. Bringingitbackwards.com on our Facebook page, YouTube channel, IGTV, all that good stuff. But Kucheron talked about what he's got going on currently and his new song called Cannonball. You can watch our interview with Kucharon on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be rad if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're Bringing It Backwards with Kucharon. This podcast is about you, your journey in music, and how you got to where you are now. Right on. Cool. So well, you're from, um, yes. from Norway originally?
1: Yes. Born and raised? Born and raised in, in right outside of Oslo, which is the capital, like 20 minutes outside of, uh, of Oslo. I've been, uh, yeah, uh, lived there um, until I was done with high school, at which point I, I, I moved to the US. I moved to LA um or started at least starting going back and forth between oslo and la uh to work because i um i signed a signed a deal pretty early on um with a with a company based there Mm -hmm. and so i started going back and forth uh did that for two years before like officially making the move over there and um are you in la now no, I'm in Oslo now, so I moved okay, back. Okay, I to say it's got to gotta be early in LA.
0: What's like yeah. seven a.m.? <laughs> Where are you? Uh, Nashville, but I'm originally from Nashville. San Diego. So right on. Um, I okay. actually just moved here about six months ago. Oh wow! Congrats. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm a Southern California kid. So <laughs> right I was gonna say LA must have been an early morning, but um, obviously not. You're not
1: it's, in it's, it. it's four four p.m. There you it's go very killer so what
0: was it like growing up in uh, just outside Oslo? i mean i've never been i'm i'm so poor as far as i'm not very well traveled at all i mean i've went to mexico a million times but that's about it because i could like throw a rock across the border but
1: (laughs) well it's it's uh, in in your defense it's not too common like not everyone has been to the u.s from norway either so okay and What what was it like growing up there was great it's 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 it must be considered one of the uh safest places to grow up really and, um
0: just no yeah. crime or something or
1: very little um and uh yeah like pretty pretty banging welfare systems and so on mm-hmm. um <laughs> pretty so banging welfare uh, yeah so you can't can't go that wrong with uh, with an upbringing <laughs> uh But I yeah I had a I had a great childhood, um, great family, a lot of siblings. Oh yeah, how many Uh, kids? There are in total eight of us. Wow! But it's like like some are half siblings and some are step siblings, but we all consider uh, ourselves like real, real siblings. Sure. So I grew up with a yeah a lot of kids. Um, Where were where were you in the in the as far as numbers? Pretty much in the middle. I was like the youngest, the youngest of the. OG crew got like it four of us in the beginning then came two more then two more after that again okay yeah, so much slab ended. in the middle right um, on anyone else play music in your family my older brother uh who um who also works at the uh, who also runs the label that I work with and the management company he uh he also started doing music about the same time that I did We also started producing music around the same time so we really inspired each other to to get better what we were Mm -hmm. doing so we started uh playing playing in bands and so on um he would do guitar and i i started out with uh with drums i got a drum kit for my 10 year birthday or something
0: oh wow okay so you started started playing drums pretty young
1: yeah um was lucky to have uh, have a father who uh, wasn't too bothered with all the noise. Well, um, it's funny because
0: we bought our son; a, he's five, um, but we bought him a drum set. But we got him the electric one because they didn't. Well, I mean, okay, correct, yeah. we didn't have electric kids, but now they do. So, right, it's not a lot. He lists better at listening to than, yeah. t-
1: t- t- you know, what I mean? <laughs> that's a no brainer. Totally, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess there was probably electric. Electric drum kits, but I don't think my father had heard heard of them. So they're
0: probably super expensive. But I mean, now they're yeah, even cheaper than a, ra- a real yeah. kit. I mean, yeah, you can get them pretty dirt cheap. Yeah, but, totally. Uh, cheap. That's cool. So you started at drums at ten. Yeesh. How long did you play drums for? Or do you still uh, play drums?
1: Like there wasn't no set point at which I stopped playing, but uh, or actually, at some point, my, my our garage was getting redone. To, to make bedrooms for our new step siblings. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I think we we um one day my drum kit was just gone at a storage unit or something. Uh-huh. And um but at that time I I had I was more into like composing stuff uh and producing stuff uh, using uh Fruity Loop Studio, which is like okay, a, yeah. a produ- production software. Sure. Um how and, old are you uh, when you started messing around with that? I think around 14, but like from 14 to 16, it, it, couldn't, it couldn't even be considered music because it was like, I had no idea what I was doing and I had no, like at that point, I only listened to like punk rock and and, and rock music. So I had no like references in terms of electronic music. I had no, like nothing apart from. Like I did it. I I, did, I didn't really like Daft Punk and and Justice, mm-hmm. but I had no clue how they did their stuff. So and I, they're course,
0: kind of in that realm, right? I mean, Daft in, in that alternative ish ish realm. Totally. I mean, they're not yeah. alternative artists, but in that in that sense, like they're kind of lumped into that demo. Yeah. I think.
1: Yeah, I I, I just uh, I found it really hard to even try and 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 uh kind of replicate that so like i if, if i show you anything that i did from 14 to 16 like it, it, w- it would sound like some crazy contemporary art stuff <laughs> uh, <laughs> might be cool though right <laughs> uh, uh, well, well I think did you write on just on the on
0: um only on the computer or it looks yeah. like you have a keyboard next to you
1: now, yeah these days i i, I use um more like uh, synthesizers and guitars and stuff. But uh, at that point I, I had no idea how to record anything. Mm-hmm. I was just amazed at the, the idea of like just uh, writing with uh, virtual instruments. And I had no idea where to like get sounds cause there were no, there was no splice back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like, I would mostly just use really, really crappy sounds and, and, and crappy like plugins to, um, not that it's it's an excuse but i i had i didn't have the knowledge back then either on like how to modify the different plugins so i would just go through presets and, and find something that sounded cool yeah but my ears were so badly tuned back then so i i chose horrible presets <laughs>
0: <laughs> isn't it funny how that is like i mean i grew up yeah. in in radio and in production as far as that goes i mean it's so minuscule to what you're doing like just you know trying to get it to it sounds like a cool you know voice over whatever yeah. and like i'll go back and listen to the stuff and i'm like oh my god like this is so overproduced like i must have put on right. like every single plug-in on this one yeah. thing thinking it sounded cool <laughs> it's like sounds like total ass
1: totally I, I, and it's, it's it completely the same way with me listening back to to music that i did it's like man didn't i couldn't i tell at this point how awful that <laughs> kick drum is or right. I don't know. That's funny. So did you start just like how does
0: it I mean I'm I'm familiar with electronic music but I don't even I couldn't even begin to tell you how to create it. Um when you when you start with something like that do you just try to make a beat or are you just trying to make something that maybe somebody could top line over? Like where do you even begin?
1: Exactly. I, I had no idea where to begin. So I wasn't really like making full songs. It was just like, it was, it was only, it was was almost compared to like having a toy. Like I had no, uh, no vision for what I was trying to achieve with, uh, making this music or yeah, Mm. uh, there were, yeah, there were beats. I was just like, I was just playing around basically. And, uh, when I turned 16, There's a there's a there's a strange concept in in Norway where uh, where you graduate when you graduate high school, you you gather a group of friends and you you have this like graduation party for a month. And this group that you form will have your own you'll 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 hire producers to make you like an anthem, like your personal group anthem. Really? It's called. uh, Every group does it. Like every. Yeah. uh, Wow. Almost. You have a month long party. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh, like during the during the last month of of your of your yeah of high school. Okay. So you're you're actually going to school while doing this month long party. It's pretty tiresome. But um, (laughs) and anyhow, anyhow, uh, so.
0: Do they try to get like your party out of you? So you're not like yeah. in college just losing your mind. They're like, okay, we're going to give you the month towards the end of your senior year to just like be so sick of partying. Yeah. <laughs> and exactly. when you go
1: to school, you're ready to learn again. Yes. Exactly. Um, So that was, a, so that was a, 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 it's a really great way for like young aspiring producers to, to kind of get a feel of what it's like to, to make, the music like kind of professionally because you because you'll get a bunch of references from this group like wait we want a song that's kind of similar to this kind of similar to this you'll you'll have to like, get someone to sing on it mm-hmm. um, etc so that was my first uh, meeting with uh, like actually having a kind of client to work with and so on so that became my kind of my, my job uh, aside from um from, uh, from school, I would have that as like my, my, my income from like, so you 16, would help write
0: anthems for these
1: friend yeah. groups. Yeah. Like really hard, hardcore party songs. And um, so I would do that wow. for a, a couple of years and that is how I eventually got in. Uh, um, so at some point I, I started working with, uh, with a guy who ran a blog, um, like a music blog. Um, and he, I don't know how it, how it happened, but um, like one of these party songs that I made uh, caught the interest of Big Beat Records, which is like a sub-label of Atlantic. Wow. Um, so one of these like, party songs um, came out uh, on that label. And uh, I think it, w- it was featured in, in Teen Wolf or something. This really? Is in, yeah, this is in, in 2012, I think. That's huge. Really, long time ago. Um, it was huge for me at the time, and still would be. Like, if I hell yeah, yeah. I got a teen wolf sink. But um, um, so that actually kind of paved the way for me eventually. Um, uh, having like having a connection with with Atlantic, who I uh, later on signed with uh, right after high school. So I have I have these uh, like graduation songs to thank for pretty much all of my career whoa okay so how
0: did you even start with the like the first one you just said hey like i know how to use fruity loops like can i try to make a song for your friend group
1: yeah my my uh, my girlfriend's sister at the time uh she was gonna graduate so um and she knew that i, uh, I was like fucking around on on, on fruity loops so mm. she uh so yeah i just gave it a go and then the 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 ball just started rolling. So and do you, uh, do you do you write the whole song and like hire someone to sing on it? Like how did, how how do you yeah, even? Okay, pretty much just that. Uh, sometimes someone from the bus will come in and do like a rap verse, but it's it's it's, it, it's very much all about the like the drops. And this was at a time where like making drops was pretty felt fairly new and fresh. So, and uh, I just guess I just hit the wave at like the right point where, um, uh, I don't know, people thought it sounded good. Mm -hmm. So, um,
0: Wow. So you did that and then you, you obviously get the attention of this record label and was that like out of nowhere or was they find you, they find you
1: on the blog or Spotify, or do you know um, how it really came about is, is it's hard to say, but my, um, my, um, so I guess my, yeah, my manager at the time, Justin, who ran this blog, he, he um I guess he had some sort of connection with with Big Beat and uh suggested that they would put out this uh song called Outrageous, which I originally originally did for uh for this graduation bus or yeah, graduation group. The group have buses, which is why I keep referring to buses. But yeah. Um <laughs> so we party in buses for a full month, actually. Really? So
0: how does yeah. that work? You you they just pick you up every day and they're like, here's some let's let's party. Like yeah. And it's just you and your that small friend group or like how many people are in these groups?
1: Up yeah like up till like 30 30 people.
0: So that's big groups.
1: Drive around blasting music and getting shit faced for (laughs) a For a whole month. So then you wake up the next day and they pick you up again and you just keep going. Yeah. Yes.
0: Wow. Mm. That is intense. Really intense. (laughs) Okay. So you do that for a month and you graduate, you get a record deal right out of high school then with Atlanta? Pretty
1: much. So yeah, the, the, like the day, um, pretty much the day after, uh, uh, graduating, I, I, I went to, uh, I did like a showcase thing in New York and then straight, uh, and then we, yeah. Then I met with big beat in New York. And, uh, I brought a bunch of demos with me. Um, pretty old school. Like I brought them physically <laughs> like records. But uh I play I played some music and then um I guess like it didn't really fit their profile at the time because I, I, I had I had kind of um moved slightly away from like the, the banging EDM type of music um into more like of a like general electronic pop style. Mm-hmm. And so they sent me um, they suggested that uh, I'd have a talk with uh, Mike Karen in LA who was just starting out uh, a new publishing company and record label um, under like the, the Warner music umbrella. So I went there um, uh, and uh, met with him and uh, like uh, a few of the guys on the team felt really good about it. So I, um, I decided to go for it and I'm still with uh, those guys. So, yeah.
0: Wow. 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 When you did the showcase in New York, was that your, had you ever really
1: played live before? Like two or three times, but like the, 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 I, I like my, the, the way I would perform was so like, I hadn't, I hadn't really set my mind on how to perform any of the songs. Cause it wasn't like, it wasn't really DJ friendly. Mm-hmm. but it wasn't like was far from like what you was w- what you would consider live music at the time as well so yeah i always kind of struggled to to with with how to perform uh, the music in the best way and i didn't uh, i didn't sing it any uh, on any of the any of the these the songs at the time either so oh, do you, yeah, you sing on the time- newer songs I have started to. Yeah. So the, the, the last two songs or three songs that I, I've released, I'm, um, I'm, I'm doing like the, the vocals on. What was
0: that? Uh, what was that like doing that for the first time? were you pretty really cre- or?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not a, not a, I, um. yeah, it's, it's, it's awful. <laughs> it's awful. Like during, like, cause I, I, cause then I, I can, I feel like I can easily tell when recording other people, uh, what I like, how i want them to sound uh-huh. so when i'm re- recording myself it's i find it hard to know when i sound good and when i sound uh not good so do you have to like uh, play it back
0: to kind of like really listen to it or like how do you
1: even yeah after I, fact- I meticulously go in and i probably uh like um um i guess you you become like too aware of how you sound. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's, I guess there's something about vocals that that feels so vulnerable. Oh sure,
0: because it's so, your voice, right? I mean, like, yeah. I always find that funny because if you picked, if you, if I'd never played guitar before and I picked up a guitar and started smashing it around, like you know, no one would really care that it's just like, oh, that guy's you know, yeah. dicking around on the guitar. But if you're just like if you're trying to sing, it's like ooh, like cr- like it's cringy because it's your voice, like you can't do anything about it. You're <laughs> yeah. like, oh yeah. man,
1: <laughs> you can't really change that much about it either. It's like right. Um, but I, I've I've slowly grown more comfortable with it, and uh, these days I really enjoy it. Yeah. So
0: did is that something you started doing like how recently?
1: Um. Two years ago, I started like dabbling with the idea. Okay. The thing is, I, I um, it's not so much that I love my own voice. It's just that I like it, creatively in the process, it's become really rewarding. Just not having to depend on uh, a having another person in the room to to write with you. Mm-hmm. But also, um, I guess I, I, I've, I've not been the, the greatest um, at like, um i don't know how how like I've, I've always found it hard to to like put into words what i what i enjoy and what i don't enjoy with with um both like lyrics and and melody wise mm-hmm. so i like the way i've been making songs uh pretty much up until now is like i usually just like kind of go with the flow um with what like the the songwriter um Wants, which is totally cool, because I, I I've been lucky to work with really really good people, mm-hmm. but it's just like now I I feel like it's time to like try and get into that venue as well, and and I want to become better at it. So,
0: yeah, you've worked so. with some really big artists, I mean it's, Two Chains and other you know other people. I mean that that yeah. must have been kind of cool to to get some of those those um, sessions.
1: Totally, and they um. Even though, like almost none of them, uh, none of the like the um, like the bigger uh, U.S. Uh, like like uh, cuts in the U.S. have been in sessions. It's usually been with another songwriter, and then either having pitched full songs or oh, or okay. um, or having or just sending out instrumentals to my to the the my to APG, my publishing company, and then they have tried to place it with different artists. So. Pilani for instance I, I I just had a guitar riff laying around that I randomly sent them because i um it didn't sound all too good then but uh they they heard it for Pilani, who who i didn't I hadn't really heard of at the time, and um, so they sent it to her and she just wrote mm-hmm. over the whole thing sent like the the acapella I think it might have been a, like an m p three file almost I wow. so sent it back and then I just produced it out so kind of which is which also, was kind of the the way I was used to working at the time because I mostly did remixes, mm-hmm. so I was I was very much used to just working around acapellas, like the, just like the vocal track. Sure, that's kind of how that one landed. Um, and uh, yeah, a lot of it also yeah, just like random beats I've I've had laying around that um eventually landed in, in the right places.
0: That's cool. And you had a chance to work on what Pasha's full record or did you produce this whole album?
1: Yeah. So I've, I've been, um, Pasha is, is one of the first people I ever worked with. So like just right after I started doing like the, the graduation songs and so on. Cause we were kind of from the same area. Yeah. I've, i interviewed him before. He's a cool yeah, guy. I know. <laughs> He's a great guy. Um, and so he was kind of famous in, in the area because he, knew how to rap really fast oh, okay with a, with a fairly good act like uh pronunciation and, and and so on um so i um he and his friend peter had a rap group and they, they were kind of they were one of the very first people I, I i got to like work with which was a great learning experience for me like just having to like record stuff for the first time mm-hmm. um and uh, later on we like we we have studios like. 10 meters from one another so we see each other all the time and we have uh so i I, uh produced a bunch of songs for his first record and then last year we put out a like collaborative mixtape um where we uh yeah it's like 13 songs or something uh Mm -hmm. we put out in uh in collaboration and we um mostly mostly uh we were planning to do it as like a sort of like promotional mixtape for for doing live shows because Pasha is a crazy live performer um just like really energetic um and then COVID happened like uh a few weeks before we got we're gonna put it out
0: oh really I didn't know of that okay so you had the the whole record done and you're ready to start ready to this, roll. Yeah. We did oh one show
1: at like a at a showcase festival in Norway called the uh, B Larn. We did uh, we got to do one show there before everything shut down. The show was crazy. Um, like really, really fun. So um, <sighs> what a bummer put out now We're gonna put out, I... yeah. Go we're gonna put out um, so we're gonna put out two more songs like as a kind of like a extra care package for that first uh, mixtape. And then we're gonna try and put on a few shows here in Norway for uh, for next year.
0: Hopefully. Oh, cool! I was gonna ask: is that gonna be something that you're gonna continue with? It sounds like yeah. It. So
1: we're definitely uh, gonna pick up that as uh, in uh, like everything opened up in Norway this this last Friday. Really? What was that? Yeah, like? and, uh, supposedly it was crazy. Uh, I was I I escaped to the mountains at the, um, my girlfriend's cabin. Um, was that on purpose? <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't on purpose. But I, I, I've always, I've always said to myself that, like the week that, like the first weekend of things opening up, I'll probably want to just get out of Oslo because that's right. where I am now. And uh, it was, it was, it, I think it was pretty crazy out on the, out on the town.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm sure people are just so like ready to go, right? Just so cooped up in their house. Like, yeah. okay, let's. A lot of
1: pent up- <laughs> pent-up dancing right (laughs) pent-up dancing
0: (laughs) that's funny so you just recently put out a song cannonball that's your most recent yeah okay tell me about that song and is that a part of a project you have coming out
1: um so not really a part of a bigger project both uh so that one and uh the song i released before that called can't stop Mm-hmm. Both are uh, made around the same time. Uh, I was, was kind of yeah, just dipping my feet into like uh, singing on my own own stuff, and really just it felt like kind of going back to kind of going back to the roots. And um, I just remember um, both doing doing Cannonball and Can't Stop. It was like for some reason making music felt easy again um i realized upon making those two that like the, that there was something like i had grown kind of frustrated with how the process was prior to that so both uh, like making the those two songs was just like so much fun and it felt like um didn't feel like i was trying to impress anyone i guess so. Mm-hmm. i like was just like making music that i wanted to like that i would i would listen to i guess not that i didn't do that previously but the process just felt way easier like mm-hmm. cuz i i was in control of everything and it was so easy to like um, making edits on the go as i didn't have to like call in a bunch of people to the studio and like work out um, stuff here and there i can just was, do it on my own did
0: you think do you feel like you had that opportunity because you were stuck inside for during
1: covid not not really it was okay. it was it was, a, it was more on more on the fact that that i um i um i am um, wanted to try and sing sing on it myself and mm-hmm. um and um no nah, i think it was it was probably in the in the in the in the cards for a while but i would i would try and do that one day i'm glad i had tried it out and i've yeah. um, and on Cannibal, I, I, I collaborated um, collaborated with uh, with two others um, two other um, uh, fellow artists that, that helped me write it, and then I just sung it again and, and wrote some more to it. When did when did you guys collaborate? Must have been definitely before COVID. So I guess it oh, was okay. must have been two thousand nineteen at some point.
0: And so then, this song um, has
1: been in the works for a bit. Yeah 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 i guess, okay. so the de- I guess yeah so the, the demo was the the original demo was laying around for a while um including and it, and, and it had the uh, like the the hook of the song was there but um i just had no idea how to how to follow up like how to flesh it out into a an, into a full song and then um um randomly passed it on to uh, carl lewis which is another artist that i um um See a lot. He also has a studio in the in the same building. He wrote some like melodies to it, and then I kind of started seeing pieces fit together, um, and then decided to like just let's go. I'll 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 try I'll try and finish up um, the rest. I tried singing on it, and when I showed it to people, they didn't laugh, which was a good start. <laughs> uh, so I knew that I I could probably pull it pull off singing the song. So yeah.
0: I love it. And a lot of people uh, do as well. I mean, Can't Stop has over 200,000 streams.
1: Yeah. Super happy with that one as well. It's, it's, it's definitely like, it might be my, my favorite song that I've, I've put out. That's Can't amazing. Stop. Yeah. I'm really it, happy with that one. Do you have more music coming out or, or, uh, with yeah. you on vocals as well? So now I'm 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 working on a, like uh not a big project but a bigger project. So it's it's probably an EP that's gonna get out um like right over the next year. So awesome. So that's what I'm 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 doing. Uh, that's what taking up most of my time these days mm-hmm. is um just to finish writing that and then and then I uh, look forward to just like upping the frequency big time on on how often I release songs because that's always been the, been uh, been bugging that's amazing yeah.
0: and thank you thank you so much for doing this man i appreciate it
1: thank you it's, it's been uh it's been great it's been uh it's also been nice to to speak english for the first time <laughs> i haven't traveled anything so oh so it's, really? it's, it's, it's you, i would
0: never have tell. i
1: could never tell that you didn't oh, do this on the regular thank you because uh, i remember from 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 living in la i i i, I, I I used to go a lot back to to Oslo to to either play shows or to visit people. And then as soon as I came back, it usually took me like two weeks before I started thinking in, the, in English. And like the first day or two would just be horrible. I just say words that were completely off. <laughs> and like, as soon as I hit like immigration, like through immigration control, I would just be a wreck in, in terms of like, just yeah in, in mastering the language
0: well i would have never guessed man it long sounds like it. you've been speaking it for a, a very long time so
1: good i love That's it Good to hear as this will be be on the internet forever <laughs> <laughs> it sure will
0: <laughs> well i have one more question for you i want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists
1: um trying to uh, try to try to i mean i i can I can I can speak on behalf of like me as a as a I feel like I'm more of a more of a beat maker and and producer guy than I am than I feel like in like an artist but as a producer I I guess trying to replicate stuff uh, has been my my like my I find that to be um, the most learning of experiences Um, just trying to like if you hear something you like just trying to Make exactly that, and you probably won't get it um, completely right. So then you can just use it for yourself.
0: I love it. Kind
1: of. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Koutrom, well, right? One, one, one more, one more tip, actually, that I that I've had uh, made great use of is um, ideas that you don't really finish. Just uh, bounce them out into a folder with your own samples, so that can you can just easily throw them in at a later point and not forget about him and have him just rot in a folder somewhere. Bring it back